Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today are the executive director, Jin Sorowitz, and the founder, Ronnie McGlynn, of Washington Outdoor Women. And if you don't know what Washington Outdoor Women is, you're in for a real treat. Jen and Ronnie, welcome. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. (laughs) I'm glad to have you here. Uh, It's so much fun to talk about the outdoors. It's right there in your name. So people are saying, oh, I love Washington. I love outdoors. That's why I'm here. And uh, most of us love women. So (laughs) I think we have some good topics to talk about. But Washington Outdoor Women, you're your own uh, nonprofit group, right? You're a... A program. Yeah, more than just a, I was going to say, a social club. You guys really are into promoting you know, just not just a conservation club or an environmental group you want to pass on the traditional outdoor skills to specifically women right did i get the like the basic <laughs> once over on that gym maybe you better make sure i said that right is, is there oh, ronnie you're the founder is this kind of what the whole goal was tell me the goal as you found well, it a, a while ago it's an introduction to the outdoors. Great, that's a good, okay. In 1997, Washington State did not have any programs targeted for women to learn outdoor skills. And there's some of us that thought we needed to empower women to approach the outdoor skills with more confidence. And so WOW was born. We did approach the Department of Fish and Wildlife, and to their credit, they were interested in sponsoring the program, but long story short, uh, budget constraints did not allow that. And in 1998, WOW, Washington Outdoor Women, affectionately called WOW, uh-huh. became nonprofit and all volunteer. This was right before we were going to launch our two first workshops in Spokane and uh, down by Miller, Sylvania, in uh, southwest Washington. Well, there's a nice park down there at that state park. At that state park. That's a yep. pretty state park. Um, gosh, that's a great story. So you are not really a state agency. That's what you said. You sort of went no. went there and said we can be something official of the state, but the state really isn't in that line of work anymore, especially these days in the late 90s, but maybe. But well, these that, days the state, they try and do less and less. At least they have less and less money to do <laughs> things with. That's part of the problem. But at that time, the, the acting director was very interested in um, educating the female constituents in the state, and was he was he was very positive, but... The reality was that the budget could not sustain it. So due to a lot of wonderful women who helped start the program and continue to work on the program, 21 years later, we're still going. And so was there a like a, a genesis of a that put you over the top? Hey, this needs to actually happen. Was there a, a moment, a thing, a, a, an action point that said, Instead of just me being, you know, and teaching a few friends that I know and that want to, uh, this should be a real organization. Was there a, a tipping point that said, oh, okay, there's an, enough critical mass here, this really should be? Or did you just look around for long enough and say, how come nobody teaches this? How come this isn't a thing? <laughs> well, two parts to that. We did look around and say, why isn't there anything available for women for an entry, entry-level interest? There were lots of clubs, mostly run by males. Um, And it's pretty intimidating to go in as a novice, trying to learn how to begin to develop your interest in, you know, in a certain recreational skill. So there was that part. But there was also the realization when a lot of these women got together that if you had a woman standing up there teaching you saying, I do this, you can do this too. 
that is a very empowering um, critic and critical to this program attribute. Yeah. And to this day, I think that's one of our greater successes. And that's why it's women run, women teaching women the same things they want to pass on. That's what makes it a success, I'm guessing, right? Because uh, like you said, I guess if a woman went to said, I want to learn how to duck hunt and went to Ducks Unlimited meeting and it's 99 men and one woman, you wouldn't <laughs> think, uh, you know, are you here to cook and serve? Would right. probably be the yeah. first thing they'd say, yeah. right? I mean, so I think you're right that it's got to be women-led. Well, and there are different ways to teach skills, too, from different perspectives. And women are very teachable. They don't bring a lot of baggage with them. They're interested in the process and not the end result in the beginning when they start. So they're very easy to teach, and they're very welcoming students. Boy, that's awesome to hear. Um, so, okay, a few more <laughs> basics. I, re- I want to launch into so many things I'm thinking of now, but I guess i got to do the basics first. So you're an educational program of, and you said just briefly, I guess we, I whizzed by it, Washington Wildlife Federation, right? So what is that? Uh, that's another nonprofit, right, a bigger program? Sure. So the Washington Wildlife Federation uh, is a nonprofit organization. It's a conservation organization um, with a mission, you know, that um, is uh, outdoor education and advocacy focused. And Washington Outdoor Women became a program of that organization in 2004. So the Washington Wildlife Federation is WOW's home. And I was recently hired by the Federation as the executive director for that organization and therefore oversee uh, the Washington Outdoor Women program, um, which is a wonderful task. And um, (laughs) uh, that was granted to me, gifted to me by Ronnie, who um, founded and, and brought this program to where it is voluntarily over 20 years. Yeah. Well, and... And we are we are so pleased to have Jen as the ED for WWF. But more importantly, we are fortunate that Jen came up through the program. And you can talk a little bit about that. Um, everybody that's involved in WOW started in WOW, with the exception of me. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken a course yet in 21 years. <laughs> maybe this year, maybe this year, first year. It's about time, I think. Yeah. But Jen can talk about her her transition through the years, and we want somebody that can see the program from the inside and the outside. You have to know how to approach this from both angles. Yeah. And so that's why she was the perfect pitch for for um, ED. So I moved to Washington State in uh, the fall of 2010. And I became from from the Midwest, from uh, the prairies. And I remember going hiking in the mountains, just me and the dog and sneakers. I don't even know if I had a bottle of water. And I went up, 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 um, ended up in snow, crossing some river, which in hindsight was really... Um, not a thoughtful thing so, to do. I suppose now, yeah, a lot of mistakes were made on that first hike. Oh, my gosh. That was a walk, probably. <laughs> on my way down the mountain, I was like, I need to take a class. I need to, like, I need to know how to navigate this new terrain. I need to know how to survive if something were to happen. So I think I Googled Map and Compass or something or, I don't know, and Washington Outdoor Women came up. And that 
was the start of this journey. I, I went to the fall weekend workshop um, in 2011, immediately fell in love with the program and the people. Um, the instructors are phenomenal and um, began volunteering immediately, um, both on the team, behind the scenes, and as an instructor. I, I ended up teaching survival skills for a number of years. Um, the woman at WOW that initially taught me survival skills is now my best friend. And it's become just an integral part of my life. Um, and I am extremely honored to be able to shepherd it now and, um, you know, just work for my passion. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, that's the way a group like this is. It's a bunch of people with the same passion and get together. And then, as you said, it's it's really a teaching and, men- and I don't know, I almost used the word mentoring, mentoring. but it, it kind of is. It is. Um, as, as someone young mm-hmm. gets brought up and yeah not only are you going to learn how to hike better and what you should bring and what you should avoid but we become best friends and I I learn from you that's what happens in a relationship like that you learn from each other things you didn't know but man there's so many skills let's talk about some of the things uh wow does teach I mean so hiking okay uh (laughs) gotta be one of them survival (laughs) skills is that in there I mean uh fishing and if I just talk off top my head uh, about the outdoor skills that we people use around here tell me when i'm wrong or if i'm right on all this hunting fishing uh shooting uh other wilderness skills like you mm-hmm. said tracking i don't know uh cooking outdoors i don't know yeah. the the big plus with wow and you probably have to come more than one year to put all this together but there are so many support skills that go into enhancing your experience in the outdoors so if you're going to fish or if you're going to hunt or you're going to backpack, you really should have wilderness first aid. You should have um, plant identification for edible medicinal help along the trail. You should have map and compass. You know, these support courses then greatly enhance your confidence. So the basics, there's some basics behind each of those skills that, yes. that I've just named as larger skills. Those mm-hmm. are the things that need to be learned. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you said what it was one of the tipping points for momentum, for WOW. When I started to investigate what types of skills would be taught, I was so incredibly impressed with how many capable women there were out there doing these things. They were not raving their, waving their flags or advertising, but so many of them were certified and had a long teaching experience that it was relatively easy to find instructors. Great. Okay, so Hannah, who, who is it for? Let's say we got women in the title and Washington in the title. Uh, is it a statewide organization? Is it just here in Puget Sound? Do you have places? We mentioned classes, uh, workshops. How is it organized that people can join and, and find out more about it and mm-hmm. participate, I guess? classes and teachers are everywhere or is it just King County? I mean, no, we are a statewide program um, and we have volunteers from all over the state um, and our workshops um, as our capacity grows, um, we're hoping to offer them in a wider geography as well. So um, the past few years, um, our one day workshops have been in the Puget Sound region Um, But I think next year you are definitely going to see uh, more um, offerings in eastern Washington um, and, uh, you know, where the demand is taking us. Um, Southwest Washington, Mm -hmm. the peninsula, um, 
And as an example of, of attendance, um, last year at the annual workshop in September, we had seven states represented and something like uh, over 50, almost 60 different towns that uh, participants came from. Wow. Okay, now both of you have sort of teased this weekend workshop. Let's talk about, so this, in fall, you have a, is it a three-day thing? Two and a half day. Okay, mm-hmm. and what's that like? And uh, sounds this like is it's to- a, big, <laughs> a big deal, and now you need a lot of room for Where do you have this, and when is it coming up, and how can people register for that or find out about it? Well, that's going to be near North Bend at Camp Waskowitz on the... Camp uh, Waskowitz? Yes. I don't think I've heard of that. Oh, I you, like you that. didn't go. You didn't go to school in I, Highline School District. I did and go not. to Camp Waskowitz. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> a lot of people did. All right, out <laughs> near North Bend Camp Waskowitz. Okay, it's an environmental learning center, and oh. so it's an old CCC location. No kidding. So it has some historical buildings on it, but um, it's a two and a half day immersion in the outdoors. Most of the classes are in the outdoors, and we go rain or shine. A hundred and 25 participants will join together with about 28 or 30 instructors and a, and a logistics team of 12. So we have about 150 to 160 people on site, and that is a lot of energy and camaraderie. Oh, that sounds really cool. For a, a September 14th, 15th, and 16th, is that a, is it sold out yet? Is it full? Do you need people still? Getting Is there, there time to <laughs> yeah, get involved? Um, if someone listening says, I have always wanted to learn some more of those skills. Is this a place and a time yeah, to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, WashingtonOutdoorWomen.org. All the information's there. Registration opened uh, maybe three weeks ago. Um, I think we're, yeah, filling up. Fairly quickly. <laughs> um, popular classes fill quickly. Um, and the pre-registration component is important. Um, you know, we're planning for a large event in September. So we always encourage people to register sooner rather than later if they can. Um, there are uh, partial scholarships available for um, people that are potentially at- people that are attending for the first time, attending this fall workshop for the first time. Those are generously granted to us by the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, who has been a wonderful partner for um, many years now. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're we're really excited um, to, to uh, move moving into our, our 21st year for this for this fall weekend workshop. Um, so if I'm picturing it as a typical uh, weekend like this, people can come and sign up for maybe there's a whole bunch of variety of classes taught throughout the Saturday and the Sunday or whatever, mm-hmm. and I can take this one and I can take that one tomorrow afternoon and this one tomorrow morning. What are some of those going to be? Like if somebody says, I've always wanted to learn, I don't know, oh, birding. archery or, or, oh, and um, go. <laughs> a new one this year, which is uh, After the Harvest. Dealing with shellfish, um, oh. how to procure them, but then what do you do with them after you've got them home? Uh-huh. Um, backpacking, uh, backyard wildlife habitat, so native plants um, for your back for your backyard garden. Um, fly fishing and fly tying, freshwater fishing, um, Dutch oven cooking, duck hunting one hundred and one. Um, we do a, a one-day intensive waterfowling workshop in the spring, but this is a great four-hour intro to, um, to waterfowling that we offer at the weekend workshop. Then we have one that's called Fix It in the Field, 
<laughs> you can guess what that is. Yeah. You know? What do you do with that Broken duct snowshoe tape? traps. <laughs> when your tent, tent is torn or something traumatic happens and you're there for a five-day stint. So Man. That's, that's a real uh, MacGyver kind of class. Yeah, I guess so. That, is, that's, that sounds very handy. Oh, we are talking this morning with uh, Jen Sorowitz. She's the executive director of... Uh, so it's not just Washington Outdoor Women. You're the executive director of the Washington Wildlife Foundation, and now Washington Outdoor Women is a program of them, right? And we're also talking with Ronnie McGlenn. She's the founder of Washington Outdoor Women. Online, folks, uh, write it down. Get your pencil right now, WashingtonOutdoorWomen.org. Actually, that's pretty darn easy to remember. All spelled out, WashingtonOutdoorWomen.org. A lot of things besides this uh, weekend workshop that's coming up in the fall that people can register for now you guys do stuff throughout the year right right longer more intensive things that because this these are a series of like workshops and classes you might yeah you'll see the other workshops on listed on the website yeah yeah Yeah. and Um, and jen should mention too that um a growing part of the program um which she is going to embellish um in the future one of the tenets of wow is that um while we're teaching the traditional skills we want the next generation to pick up these skills. And most obviously that happens within the family. So these women that come, we hope, will share these skills with, with their younger um, family members. And that's where pre-WOW comes in. Pre-WOW. <laughs> yes. And Jen can speak to that. That's a, that's a pretty neat program for mothers and daughters or grandmothers and granddaughters or an adult with a special young woman to come and learn together. So that we started in 2014, I believe, um, and it's extremely popular, so we continue to do it every year. And this year we did, uh, it was an an overnight, so it was um, basically one and a half days. Uh, They arrived early Saturday morning at Camp Seelf on Vashon Island. Um, That one I've heard of. (laughs) (laughs) And the, 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 the uh, adults and the girls um, were in uh, the classes involved archery, canoeing, fishing. They did some marine biology lessons and some kelp jump rope skipping on the beach. <laughs> um, and uh, ten essentials, s'mores by the fire. Made gathering bags. Gathering bags. Rode horses. Oh, the horses. Mm. Dutch oven cooking, camp cooking. Um, they They left... Um, exhaust, a good exhaustion (laughs) and, um, and empowered, you know, and, and, you know, new friendships and, um, just that's all it takes is one overnight, um, surrounded with, with that kind of good energy and, and immersed in nature and it can be transforming. Well, Well, the young ones are just sponges. I mean, they just, they just they drink it up. They certainly can be. And I like if they're learning it from women and their mothers or their grandmothers Mm -hmm. and that. Because the, the intimidation factor of uh, being thrust into, which is for so long, and still the media portrays this as a man's deal, you know. I mean, you go to Cabela's and every, <laughs> everything is man-oriented, you know. <laughs> or regardless. if it's not, it's got a pink stripe on it or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, rhino. rhino. Oh, we even make a pink one for you ladies oh, is what they might say. Yes. Uh, but, so I want to talk about that. You used the word empowering and you used the word confidence earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So... Okay, we can talk about if not an eight or a twelve-year-old, just people in general, women in general. Mm-hmm. What what does 
what are you like after this? If if you see someone before as they're just starting, say, I don't know if I ever really thought I could, you know, handle a canoe or a kayak, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and now they're teaching you these mm-hmm. classes later. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about that difference as people grow through this and learn these skills and become, like you said, empowered and confident. Well, one of the one of the good points of Wow is that first of all, you don't have to bring any of your own equipment, so. You don't know exactly what you're going to love by the end of the weekend. Maybe it's going to be all three or four new skills that you've been introduced to. But the intro at least lets you come unencumbered, and we we give you any equipment that you need to use, whether it's a bow and arrow or a fishing rod or whatever. But when you when when you deal with adults and you think about the confidence factor. And whether they're intimidated to take a young one out into the outdoors and navigate successfully to get back home, that's one part of the equation. Here you have the youngster on the other end saying, Mom, let's, we need to go for a hike. Let's go this. I want to put my fishing hole in the car and let's, let's try to catch a fish. I mean, their enthusiasm is so contagious. And we want mom or grandma or the aunt or whatever to be able to say, good, let's go. Let's do it. This is what needs to trickle down through the generations. They need to make a connection to the outdoors. And when that resource comes up for discussion in the news or in the future, they're going to say, hey, I paddled that river, uh-huh. or I walked that beach, or I climbed that uh, I mountain. rode a horse up in that area. Yeah. And I really care about that being there for someone else to enjoy. And so... This empowerment leads to a sense of advocacy as well as interest. And with the young ones, when they're growing up and going through their teenage years, and I've seen this happen with my teenage uh, granddaughters, um, it's really neat to be able to be proficient in the outdoors, to know how to, gr- to start a fire or how to catch fish. That's pretty impressive to a young man who might be interested in, <laughs> in you socially. <laughs> As an old so, <laughs> man, I can speak to that. It is. And it gives them an interest um, to get passionate about, which, again, we want to we get them away from the screens and the phones and whatnot and let them just get out there and learn a little bit about themselves and what uh, consequences decisions um, make in, in your life as far as how you're handling yourself. So I'm, I'm digressing greatly here, but there are so many components to WOW that, that fit into this bigger picture that we're still figuring out how many roads we can take for these different successes. Sure, sure. What I'll, kind of, oh, go ahead, Jen. I was just going to say, you know, ultimately, you know, our, we envision uh, women in communities in Washington State that are empowered by and connected to the land. Um, something that Aldo Leopold, a great conservationist, called the land ethic, whereby you have, you've built a relationship with the land because your fingernails are dirty, and therefore you want to take care of it as you do other members of your community. So the land becomes an extension of your community, and you want to care for it Mm -hmm. and make sure that it is there for future generations and, and other people in your neighborhood. Um, so there's a greater, a greater purpose, um, 
in 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 getting out there and, and becoming confident enough to go climb those mountains um, mm-hmm. and take a water bottle with you. What? <laughs> take a water bottle. <laughs> and your ten essentials. Not and your ten on, essentials. Not just on flip-flops that's or right. tennis shoes. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's well said. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, we are going to run out of time in, in a couple more minutes. I want to make sure we get to a couple of things that maybe we didn't say um, to, to get involved with Washington Outdoor Women. It, does uh, a woman have to join and become a member and to pay dues and go to meetings and I mean what's that part like I mean <laughs> I guess we didn't we just sort of dove right into this didn't we what's the like the basic of that uh, I mean no you come to wow as a friend and you you leave as a member of a special community uh, there's no membership at this point um, the 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 tuition goes direct that they pay for the classes goes directly back in to support of the program one of the great attributes of this program is that we're all volunteer. All these instructors and logistics team members volunteer. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to make it, I'm sure. But that's the special attribute yeah. of the program. It really is grassroots people doing it mm-hmm. for people. Uh, it. Who are these instructors? Uh, I mean, uh, wh- they're your they, everyday w- persons, uh-huh. you know, your professionals, your, your moms that make time to do this, even though they're raising a family. Um, some people are grandmas that have been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. And, and, and I want to get to something else. You mentioned, uh, was it Rocky Mountain Elk uh, Foundation? Foundation. Yeah. yeah. So you must have a lot of partners like that, right? That that sort of mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll supply you with this or we'll tell you where there's a great place to teach that. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Trout's yeah. Unlimited, Ducks Unlimited. I mean, you I don't know. List, list them if you want. I mean, how do they help you, I guess, is I guess what I really wanted to ask. Or any part of that question you, you yeah. want to answer. Well, and the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife has always been a great partner, and we have a number of instructors from the department um, that, that come and teach for us. Um, Filson, uh, the outdoor outfitter, has been a wonderful uh, partner for years. Um, uh, REI. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, and, and you know, a number of others. Um, like you mentioned, Ducks Unlimited definitely supports our waterfowl or our, yeah, our waterfowling workshop, uh, Washington Waterfowl Association. I mean, you know, some of the individual clubs, like the Skamania Fly Fishers and whatnot, will mm-hmm. sometimes give um, grants mm-hmm. for equipment, you know, whether it's a product donation or a program donation. There are just so many people in the community that are willing to contribute. Yeah, I was thinking buckshot isn't cheap, right? I mean, if you can, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, so uh, we are just about out of time now, ladies. Anything that you know you wanted to say? Did we mention the dates and uh, signing up? I'll go ahead and do that again. And uh, about the workshop, the fall. It's our twenty-first annual fall weekend workshop. It will be uh, September 14, 15, 16 uh, in uh, North Bend at Camp Waskowitz. Um, women eighteen years and older. Um, check out WashingtonOutdoorWomen.org for more information and registration. And, and what about the the big picture? Uh, what do you like people to take away after you've told them, oh, there is such a thing as Washington Outdoor Women, and here's here's what I think you really ought to know. What's do you have a one sentence or an elevator uh, no. <laughs> a talk? You know, th- I got thirty seconds. Oh, to we have several. You. We have several lines. Like uh, uh-huh. we teach the right skills at the right pace. Ah. We match opportunity with potential. Yep. Those are two of my favorites. <laughs> the biggest the biggest word I'll leave you with is empowerment. Empowerment uh-huh. in the outdoors and in your own personal life. Wow, beautiful. Yeah, and, and it's such a great uh, thing, and I'm glad we're here talking about it because 
more people need to know about it. And you're one of those groups that, well, these guys have been plugging along doing a lot of great things. I think more people ought to know about it because you're, you're looking to grow, right? Gary, thank we you are. so much. Yeah, yes, we really thank you for letting it. us get the word out. Yeah, yeah, you are welcome. We have been talking today with Jen Sorowitz and Ronnie McGlynn from Washington Outdoor Women. Again, online, just like it sounds, WashingtonOutdoorWomen.org. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in today, sparing some time for us. Uh, thanks, a bigger thanks for the service you're providing for women in Washington and that empowerment and that confidence you're instilling. Thank you so much. Truly, it is our pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.